everybody. Hello. Welcome to another episode. We are back. Look at us being consistent. <laughs> right. How are you, Sean? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? I just had another lazy off layoff day. What about you? I had a very busy day, actually, teaching and working with my Pilates girl or my my fitness girl, Allie. And then I just taught a point class. And then per the usual, I'm going to go teach another adult class after we finish recording. Tuesday and Wednesday are my busiest days. But yet you moved our recording days till Tuesday. (laughs) But it's the best. It's the best slot that I always know I'm here. Okay. Like Mondays, I might not always be there until whatever. So this is like a good, this is a good recording slot for me. I thought Tuesday was an easy day. And that's why you're like, let's record on Tuesdays. Mm-hmm. I just always know I'm going to be in this room at this time. For this like two hour block. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Okay. So are you guys done with Swan Lake now? We're done with everything. We finished our season on, on Sunday. Nice. How are the last shows? They were lovely. They were they were fine. We had one last minute injury cast swap um, on literally like Saturday night. It happened like during White Act. Um, my friend Erica, which is funny. Okay, so first, let's have a le- little legal disclaimer. <laughs> one, the first amendment with the right of freedom of speech. I have the right to have my own opinions about things. That's art. It is what it is. It's fine. An opinion doesn't mean anything about my professional views or how I am as I was listening to the last episode. (laughs) So I just want to be very clear. I have the right to have an opinion and it's fine, but it doesn't mean I do my job any less or whatever. But I was like, (laughs) uh, freedom of speech. Does it mean that freedom of speech has like no bounds? No, there are bounds of freedom of speech, but I'm I'm allowed to have a different of opinion artistically and whatever and i'm allowed to share any information that i am told publicly in information so yes that's why i left it in legal disclaimer is if i am told something publicly i can discuss about it publicly and it is fine mm-hmm. yeah so that's uh, yeah <laughs> i was like what should my legal school say right now <laughs> that's what i need to say um yeah so everyone that's the beauty of art we all have different opinions mm-hmm. um but yeah so on saturday <laughs> We, it, everything was great. The shows are good. I mean, every woman was like hanging on by a thread. Obviously, Swan Lake, like you're, I had to say, and I was like, every woman is like being held together by tape and glue right now. And everyone was working so, so hard. Like I said, riding that valley twice a day for two weeks, pretty much. Um, Saturday mid show, we did have a, a, sw- a casting swap out. It was the first time. Um, my friend Erica was doing the four signets. And on the last, like, PK Posse's at the very end. She just kind of went over her foot, I guess, and tweaked. She felt multiple pops, heard a pop, mm. came off stage after Signets, wasn't sure, went back on and finished White Act. But at one point, she was like standing her little like tongue at the very end and she like looked off stage because the PT had to come back and check and everything and just kind of looked and like shook her head no. Mm. So we we did an intermission swap of like a nuke. She was also doing the pot of cot that night so someone else stepped in and then we threw in two extra people for her pot of trois the next day and her pot of cot the next day and uh, and her signets and white swan so a girl went into her small her small swan spot for fourth act that had learned it but like never been in but like a cover kind of thing so she went in 
she did great. But yeah, the shows were the shows were great that we just said that one thing. And there's I only bring up Erica going down because it's a funny thing. I found out something was happening because I was backstage because I was dancing Spanish in second act. Mm-hmm. And I ran into our PT when she was like running to the elevator to go downstairs. I was like, what happened? She's like, I don't know. I just got called down the stage. I gotta figure out. And I thought it was someone else. And then I get down there, I found out it's Erica. And then I was like, oh no. And I was I saw her and everything. But I didn't know what happened. I just know she went down into of uh, Swans. I'm up in my dress room, and one of the other company men come in who was in the audience watching because he had to show off, and was like, "What happened to Erica? They just like dragged her across the stage. Is she okay?" Oh, so dear. afterwards, after I was done with Spanish because I didn't have to do fourth act white stuff, I go up to her dress room to go check on her, and I was like, "Tubs, are you okay? Like, what happened?" That's our nickname, Tub Tubs, and. She was like, yeah, just, you know, the very end. I was like, I just heard that you dragged got dragged across stage. Like, oh, my God. And she was like, what? She's like, I didn't even go down because we were holding on a hand. Like, little, like, I was being held up. It's okay. And I, so then I had to reenact to her what I pictured in my overactive imagination, which was literally thinking she went down and she was being dragged by her hands across corner to corner of stage and little swans in her white tutu trying to stand back up as everyone's trying to go. Cause I was like, Erica would not let go. I know she would try to stand back up and keep going. So in my mind, I have this image of Tubbs like going down. And of course the swan that she's holding is the littlest out of all the little swans, like little cute 20 year old pocket size Matoy, like let's go get up. Like that's, <laughs> this is what's in my head. So I'm reenacting it for her, the mental image in my head. She is like on the ground in her dressing room with her foot on the chair, like with the ice and everything. like dying filming me as i reenact it and then the next day on social media i see it in her like close friend's story i'm like yes that is exactly me that's exactly how i pictured it (laughs) i might need you to send me that video i will i'll ask her to send it to me and i was like this is accurate and she was like no i didn't go down thank god i was holding on someone's hands but like i was like no i was literally told you were dragged across stage and her husband was in the was in the audience watching too, and he's a dancer, and he's like, I didn't even notice. But then of course the one coworker is like, she got dragged across the stage, like because she like got pulled like a foot for her next step. But I pictured little Erica in a white tutu, legs behind her, like <laughs> being pulled, being pulled, being legit being pulled across because that's what she would do. Because yeah. Aww. But yeah, so that's my story. And she literally texted me when she saw that we posted um, our podcast and, mm-hmm. and she's like, it said Swan Lake things, whatever. And she was listening. She goes, Phew, I made it. I thought you were going to talk about me. I go, nope, because I forgot about it till right now. And I thought, for, uh, yeah, I was like, but I was like, we record today. So you're not safe. No one's safe. No Hi, one's Erica. safe. I hope you're feeling better. <laughs> right? No, she's doing good. It was just, yeah. Aww. But yeah, so, so I brought light to the situation. That's, but the best that's, part was... I love it. She's like up there and I'm like flailing for Jesus. And then of course I'm up there flailing. And then like little Matoy, like one of her dressing mates comes in and is like... then I And, and her other one, Rhea, like the other swans. And I have to like... They saw partially me rolling on the floor and heard us laughing down the hallway. So then I had to like retell why I was doing this. <laughs> so then I had to reenact it all over again for them. And I'm like... And everyone knows me and they're like, this would be your mind. This is exactly how your mind thinks, you know. 
Oh, it's so good. But that's who you are, Sean. You just bring light and joy into many situations. Yeah. You know, I think that like you hurt yourself and it's hilarious. No problem. Because <laughs> you just get dragged across the stage in my mind with no no shame. Oh, my gosh. I love it. Well, I'm glad all the shows went well, despite that. Yeah. And now you're on summer break, which is weird because it's only May. But I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. It's just because we got done. We started earlier this year, but it's like freaking winter here. It's 40 degrees. It's been mm. raining all day. And I'm like, how can I go get summer tan if it's effing winter? This yeah. is useless. So any summer plans? You going to Hawaii at all? No. The only summer plans I have really is I'm going to come teach at your place for those two weeks. And then yes. we're going out to Seattle for a week. Um, or a little under a week to, um, to go see my family and stuff. And then we're going to go up to the San Juan Islands to go sea kayaking with the orca whales and all the other sea life, which I love. Um, nice. And then like spend like a couple days in the city and either go to like the wineries by my parents' house or do like a, a, a brew fest in the park. Nice. So that's pretty much it. I mean, we don't have plans really. Mm. I mean, who knows what could come up, but do you have, do you guys have any summer plans? No, we, I mean, we're hosting the four weeks of stuff here and then, cause it's two week for adult, two week pre-pro. And for me, then we start the, the school year starts back in August here. Cause we only close for summer stuff. Like Chris's parents have never closed ever. So we don't have time <laughs> to go on a vacation. Um, we might do, there's one week off after June show, which is like the end of the year thing. So we might do something then, but it's also the week before the adult intensive. So it'll probably be a couple day thing. But then our big plan is actually to finally do our honeymoon after Nutcracker. Oh, yeah. So Over to Italy, right? Italy. Yeah. Because last year, literally we got married and Nutcracker started the next week and we had just opened and we were like, there's no way we're going to peace out for two weeks. Like, there's no way. So, oh, yeah. You just bought the house and- no. No, no, not at all. So option. we're gonna do it this December because I also don't want to do Italy in summer because I've done yeah. it in the summer or done at least Greece in the summer. Not a good plan. So we're gonna do it after Nutcracker. We're gonna go for two weeks. Oh, nice. Because if you're gonna we'll go be- all the way over there, you might as well stay. Like, don't go over there for three days. If you're gonna go all the way over there, do it right. So, are you guys gonna go to all the Lizzie McGuire movie shooting locations? Probably not. Because <laughs> that's where my Disney kid mind goes, obviously. I saw something on social today. That is, it's like the 20th anniversary today of that movie. That's why my mind is there. Because I was like, <laughs> there was a very good 30 minute rabbit hole of TikToks and reels of the Lizzie McGuire movie. <laughs> oh my gosh. I forgot about it till I saw stuff today. No, well, probably, I mean, neither of us have ever been to Italy. So I want to do all the the touristy stuff just to say I've mm-hmm. done it like the Coliseum and things and that but I really want to go to Florence that's where everybody keeps telling us to go so I'd like to do Rome Florence and a couple you know just a couple other places so if anybody has mm-hmm. any Italy recommendations please write me at backstagebanterkm at gmail.com give me your recommendations what should we do what should we not do let us know I forgot we have our own email like <laughs> Yeah, we, the hiatus, the hiatus made me forget a few things, but yeah, no, I've never been over there. I really do want to go. I just mm-hmm. haven't been there yet. The only like overseas place I've been is London because I was filming the movie there. Oh, yeah. And that was when I was nine. So I was like, mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. I was put mm-hmm. on like the kid bus, shipped around for two hours and went to the theater. <laughs> <laughs> the kid bus. <laughs> yeah, when we were when when we were filming the midsummer movie at Sadler Wells, the company had like morning class and stuff. And so when that was happening, they rigged up a little bit of sightseeing for the kids, all 24 of us, 26 of us that went. Because our parents were like, well, if you're shipping our kids over, they have to see something. So like in the mornings for three hours-ish, kind of, or no, from like eight or something, we were on like a double-decker bus being shipped around. So like we saw like the museum, because I remember seeing like the Rosetta Stone and um, a bunch of other stuff. And then we did like the Tower of London one day. Mm -hmm. Um, And then we did some other uh, like the fake London Bridge, because it's not the actual London Bridge anymore, because I think that's in Arizona technically now, like Big Ben. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, so we only saw like a little bit. And then we went to the theater, we were in the theater rehearsing and then filming at night because we filmed live shows. So it was like Uh. we rehearsed rehearsed in the morning and then they would feed us in the theater as well until every child complained about the food because that's how kids are. And, but then like my whole, I was only, I brought like a whole entire family pack with me so I had like my parents my sisters my grandparents my aunt and my mom's two cousins like wow they all came because my parents like well if you're going we're going and we're not leaving our other two kids behind and then my grandparents my dad's parents were like well we've never been let's go and then my aunt's like I love London I'll go and she my aunt set up like a parents tour and she got it so like my like the parents were like out in the country and everything that we did plus way more that's wow. also the first time i ever saw um, phantom of the opera too is over in london oh on the one night i had off me and my aunt and my and my mom went to go see phantom in london in the nice. west end nice i love london i would love to go back because mm-hmm. i don't remember much of it yeah it is we were there for two weeks on tour also and I remember the second week we were there, I had nothing but run on Western, the third movement core girl who doesn't do anything because there's no third movement. So yeah. you come on for the finale and the da, 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 mm-hmm. and you literally stand there and you do a shimmy for two minutes and then you're done. And it's always last ballet. So you don't have to be there till half hour. And there were like four of us that only had run on Western. So we lived it up <laughs> in London, like to the point that our costumes got a little tight because we had like thoroughly enjoyed high tea for like three days and like it's just we did the tower but we did everything i remember going to the tower of london with daniel albrecht erica Pereira, megan mann alan pfeiffer and somebody else and like we had between danny and alan pfeiffer at the tower of london it was like <laughs> it was quite the experience it was fun the tower of london is like the one thing i remember the most Mm -hmm. from that Mm -hmm. trip and i remember there was like a no flash photography rule or something of all the exhibits and stuff and we it was back in the day that we had like little kodak disposable cameras oh yeah and we had like three or four of them each like every kid like because that was like on the packing list and i remember holding up the camera and like covering my flash with my hand (laughs) because i'm trailer trash as we know and there was like no flash photography no problem (laughs) (laughs) did those photos come out probably not i'm no 
but I tried. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah, I loved the Tower of London. I think what else? And then I went back with a family trip with my parents mm-hmm. and Riley, actually. We brought Riley. And the Phantom, the one we went with was Riley, the Phantom sequel was playing. <gasps> Love Never Love Did Never you see Dies. it? I saw it. I loved Hot. it. Really? I loved it. Yeah. I loved the score. The score is amazing. Okay. The story's a little convoluted. Um, it's a little like wow, really? But it's I loved that if you take the score out of it, I loved the score. Like Riley and I were obsessed with the score. Interesting. I've never seen that in its entirety. I watched clips of it because they did a a pro shot of it when Australia did it. Yes. So you and saw Sierra. The better. You that's, saw Sierra. I saw Sierra do it and Ramin. I saw Sierra and Ramin. Oh, because yeah, Ramin did it there. That was his yeah. first Phantom gig because he's never actually played the Phantom in the Phantom of the Opera original yeah. on the West End or Broadway. He did that concert 25th anniversary thing and then Love Never Dies. That's how he got mm-hmm. the concert. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a the ending's a little convoluted, mm-hmm. but and I think the Aust- after actually seeing the video of the Australian production, I do like the revamps a little bit better. Um, but it was be- like it was beautiful. So, right. but we saw. I remember Riley and I saw. <laughs> this is how nerds we were <laughs> at the time because we were over there a long time. It was like a ten day trip. We did Paris and London. We saw Phantom in the matinee, and then went to Love Never Dies in the evening. So we saw both of them on the same day. Well, that was like when Harry Potter and the Cursed Child was part one and part two on Broadway and the West End. It's like you have to, you got to line it up. Like my, you if to. you're going to invest in the story, just do the whole day. Mm-hmm. So you're there. Yep. Because you're going to see a matinee and an evening show anyways. Like that's how we were growing up too. When we used to go to New York as a family, like my parents made sure we saw as many shows as possible. So it was like, we always saw a matinee on Wednesday or Thursday. And then we always saw the evening right afterwards. And mm-hmm. same with Saturday and Sunday. And then like, oh, Monday, two shows have Monday shows. So we'll go on a Monday for these two shows. But yeah, I love the score. I love the score. I think it's, dar- it's much darker. It doesn't like, don't you, wait, Meg is old. They, they work at the circus or something, right? Yes, they're. it's 10 years on. And they mm-hmm. all escaped to Coney Island because that's where all the freaks are. And so he is running the Coney Island freak show. And okay. Meg is his lead dancer. Madame Jury mm-hmm. is there. And Christine's become a famous opera star over in mm-hmm. wherever, Paris. And he lures her over to sing. But she doesn't know it's him. Gotcha. And she has like kids in it too, right? Yeah, she has a son. Yeah. With Raul? Well, or spoiler alert, if you haven't heard, the, if you haven't seen Love Never Dies, you might want to. Oh, no, it's Phantom's It's son. Phantom's Child, but it's. They, supposed to be, allegedly. Supposed to be. So, and, but, which is so convoluted because as much as she hated him, I don't know. She loved him, but she, it, it's his child. And then ultimately Meg accidentally shoots her. Meg accidentally shoots Christine at the end and she dies. When did Phantom ever sleep with Christine in the. In the Thank you. That's what's weird. At no point, at yeah. no point is that even like alluded to. No, apparently there's the, in one of the songs that's alluded to like the night before she marries Raul, she misses him and she goes back to find him. The, then the next morning he's gone and oh no, I have to go back to Raul. And like, it's, it's a, again, this is why it's convoluted. And then it's his kid, but Raul thinks it's his kid. And then they do the whole like love triangle again but she picks the phantom at the end and then 
And then Meg gets so jealous that she has a gun in her hand. It's going to shoot herself. And the phantom tries to get away from her. And he says, gives Christine some compliment. And she was like, Meg gets all mad and accidentally shoots Christine and Christine dies. It's very strange. The only part of what you just said that could ever be like logically alluded to from the original phantom is that Meg is jealous and had and and yearns for the phantom as she picks up the mask at the end of the show and i believe but she doesn't even like caress it or she's like holds right. it up in the light but like that's like the one mm-hmm. one thing you could stretch real thin yeah interesting what a terrible storyline it's a very weird storyline yeah no that's bad that's bad score is great though which really, I mean, that's Andrew Lloyd Webber right there, the score. That's yeah. that's what you see a, a Andrew Lloyd Webber show for. Yeah. Yeah. While yeah. we're on theater topics, should we talk about our theater book club? Yes, theater book club. We have both started the Wicked book. Where am I in it? I got to chapter seven. I'm in Darkness, of- Darkness Abroad. I think I'm just about to start that one. Yeah. I think I'm right. Let me get my phone. It's the last part of the first part of Munchkin Landers. You were so right, Sean. This book is very dark. <laughs> right? And I, this is actually the section I've read before too, and I forgot all about it. Mm-hmm. I am, I think, one or two chapters behind you of the scene and unseen. Yeah, yeah. So I think I'm like a chapter or two behind you. And no shame, I am doing the audiobook because. Oh, same. This is how I'm able to, like, I don't have time to sit down and read. Like, this I, This is what I do. Yeah. I do it as I'm driving or as I'm at the gym. Yeah. So if you guys want to join, I think we should keep having books, Sean. This is good. Like, once we finish this one, we should do another one. Do you know there's four books in the series? Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> there's oh. four books in the Wicked series. So we can oh. go, we, we can decide at the end of this book if we want to keep on this trajectory or we can move on to another one. I'm fine either way. Okay. Um, my little sister actually recommended some books that are that she read. She did a whole um, like 12 book challenge for 2023 because she wanted to read more. And she like did it in the first like four months. Nice. She found a series that's like labeled like a Harry Potter-esque thing. Like if you like Harry Potter, like, and she like just plays through those books. She's like, they're, they're shorter, um, but they're just like pleasant to read and like they are very imaginative. So I have a list of that too. Okay, so. It's, where do first we... of all, okay. <laughs> nothing I've read so far is like the musical. Nothing. <laughs> because it starts so much farther back. Which... Yes. Okay, so not going to lie. So like the first two chapters, I had a hard time following. Did you? Yes. I was like, what With is. With the clock. Yeah. And I think the clock is bigger later on the first two chapters i was like having to really focus and be like what is happening what are they talking about mm-hmm. it was very odd but yeah i was like is this writing good <laughs> yeah and then with with alphaba you don't really know if i mean you assume that the mother had an affair like she does in this musical but it's a little unsure is it okay so is it harder for me to follow in the first few chapters do you think because I'm picturing the musical in my head. Probably. When I'm reading Because I'm certainly doing that. Yeah, because I like hear a name and I, I picture this. But then it, come like chapter three or four in, like once we get to like the birth of the witch and stuff mm-hmm. and the remedy, the remedies. Oh, I like Nana. I like I her. Too. 
I'm I very do. I I like that character and I I kind of want to see her in the movie. Yeah. I yeah. want to see some of this early stuff in the movie, I think, because yeah. it gives a good backstory. Right? And I just picture Cynthia taking this information because mm-hmm. this makes complete sense and then applying it like to the wicked era that we know of that starts from like running down before wizard like yes she, we were all once young at school together run 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 you know like yeah yeah so i can see this applying and then actually now making more of the inter- so it's like a deeper interaction of like unwanted turmoil not feeling like you fit in it's much more than just being green it's like her sharp teeth mm-hmm. and then the whole like she like is gnawing on herself and like as a child yeah it, 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 yeah I hope they do some of this a little bit yeah like anything I literally haven't gotten to anything in the musical other than her being born like that is literally the only thing I've read. like they there's this whole section that they didn't go into I guess with the two and a half hour show you have to adapt it but like well, so she has an affair with the quadrilling, quadling, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but that's not the affair that they allude to in the musical in the beginning. But so at least there's that there is. So they took that like, OK, so they showed right away that she the mother was not happy with the husband. But you mm-hmm. kind of get more of like why she wasn't happy. You almost feel bad for her. Feel yeah. bad for her. Well, and you know that a second baby is coming because. There's Nessa. Nessa. There's the sister. So the second baby is coming. Yeah. It's a little vulgar. It's a little vulgar. Yeah. If anybody is listening, and I, I don't know how much of that I'll include because I don't want to do spoilers for people, but if you want to read this along with us, this is not the kid the kid friendliest book. Yeah. So it would definitely would be maybe, like a junior high. Yeah. Junior high and up. Yeah. Yeah. They're in another world. Mm-hmm. It's kind of that air. It's like kind of throwing it back to that kind of era. I mean, it's no worse than what we see on TV, really. No, it's not. I guess. I, if I was a parent, though, I would want to know that, oh, this is not the Stephen Schwartz musical. Like, this is... Yeah, no, it's, it's not. A, it's not. It's, it's a not, little... It's, it's a little darker. But I can just picture Cynthia taking this mm-hmm. setup and how she's going to apply it to her, like shiz alphaba or whatever and you and i know that in the book they allegedly do flashbacks throughout the, sh- the, the thing and i know they're doing flashback scenes in the movie because there was a casting notice for a, a young nessa rose oh like specifically for her hmm. um because they wanted like a a, a real wheelchair using actress that ha- that is biracial hmm. so yeah i know so they're they're doing flashbacks or they're doing like a like the an early age scenes mm-hmm. of some sort. Oh, well, that's cool. Where do you find this casting notice? It was posted on social media because oh. during one of my deep dives, <laughs> some spoiler stuff was saying like, ooh, they're going to, like, look what they're looking, like, look what we might be getting. We might be getting flashback scenes, like, in Got the it. book because Got of it. this or, or or something. Mm. Um, cool. Yeah, I get all my, all my information, like, secondhand. Oh, I just didn't know if, like... You know, because at one point you do all those auditions, so I just didn't know if it was, like, in your circle. Oh, yeah, no. I haven't looked at any audition sites in forever. I don't do that anymore. I should I should look, but no. Um, but, yeah, I'm, in, I'm intrigued. Yes. I'm intrigued to know what the next 
stage of the book will be. Mm-hmm. What do you like it so far? Though what I do your, like, like it so okay. far. I think it's. It's. I'm trying when I'm listening to it. I'm trying to disassociate the musical from it. Like I'm trying to view this as a new story because yeah, it it's yeah. I'm trying to not picture that opening scene with the bottle and that you know what I mean. Like I'm trying to disassociate. Mm-hmm. But the bottle is already brought up. It's already brought up, though. That's the thing. Yeah. But that was the first musical um, reference that I picked up was the green mm-hmm. substance. Yes. Yes. From the peddler. Because, yeah, nothing else. Mm-mm. I'm trying to picture. I've, like, pictured this animated version of it in my head now when I'm reading it. That's animated a version? Bit... Really? Oh, interesting. Yeah. Because it's because I'm nowhere near the musical aspect yeah. of it yet. Yeah. So like once I got like three or four chapters in, I was like, okay, so here's how I'm going to picture this. And like, here's how it sits in my head visually. Mm-hmm. I mean, once she's like at shiz, I know for a fact I'm going to pop in, you know, Jackie Burns, Jessica Vosk, yeah. Megan yeah. Hilty, Ali Maz, the yeah. outfits, Kyle or Aaron as like, you know, those are going to yeah. pop in my head automatically. But until yeah. that happens, it's in it's in an animated version right now in my head, which is actually funny because when like I first read Harry Potter, it was it was animated in my head as well. Huh. But now, though, when I reread them, Harry Potter, it's a mix between the movies and an anim- and, and a different thought process in my head. They, hmm. they blend together between what I feel is accurate from the movies or what sits correctly. And then what I've originally thought of before prior to. That's cool. So if you guys want to join us in reading this, pick up the wicked. And write in your thoughts. Yes. Write in your thoughts and we can discuss them. Yes. We can discuss your thoughts. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Um, I like this, Sean, look at us reading books, sort of. Um. (laughs) I'll take it. So what else? Do we have any stories in the emails or anything or no? Yes, we do have some people writing in already about last week's episode. This is from Cecilia. I'm so glad the podcast is back. I just listened to the most recent episode. My ballet class and I, with our teacher, Emily Webb, went to the Friday evening show of Ballet Met Swan Lake. It was so gorgeous. I didn't realize how much was cut out because this was the first full classical ballet I've ever seen. The only bad thing was during the pot cot in the party scene, the woman next to me turned on her phone flashlight to look at the program. I was just trying to enjoy Victoria's variation, but kept getting blinded. Anyway, it was so amazing to see, and I look forward to listening to more podcasts. Oh, thank you. That's, That's funny. I actually walked I walked up to Emily Webb. So she's David's husband. Emily used to be a dancer at Ballet Met as well. Nice. Um, her husband is still there as like the main principal. Her husband, David, danced with Caitlin. Ah, on got it. And Emily told me she was going, she was seeing like three different shows with um, a bunch of different groups of students. Oh, I love that. <laughs> That's cute. That's cool that we have like little hometown people listening. Yes, absolutely. And the phone flashlight though, that's, you know what? That's a really good topic. Weirdest audience etiquette stories. Do you have any like bad, like for Phantom or for- Oh, I mean for ballet. Oh, well, I have a personal one that involves my mother. (laughs) Uh Oh, she was, (laughs) she knows better. But she, so she didn't record, but she saw someone did and she made sure she got all those, that footage. Uh, no, yes. I mean, you, when we dance, like we've seen, you, you see, I don't ever see phones. Like I know no. like the Broadway actors, like they're like, 
we see your phone. We see the glow of your face. I'm like, who the hell's looking out that much? I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, I, I don't see it. I do see if a flash goes off mm-hmm. or like a, if a phone rings or um, I don't even think I've heard a fight or yelling or talking. Really. Yeah. I don't really have any. I mean, I, yeah, I don't, I don't have any. Do you? I don't think so. I mean, for me, it's there was a, a couple of school shows always get interesting where they like clap mm-hmm. along to the music, but it's not on the music. That gets frustrating. Oh, yeah. My mother also has had interesting audience stories because she's been in the audience and mm-hmm. she's been around people where they're talking about me and she's just sitting there like, that's. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and luckily she said nothing was ever that bad she said it was all good but i'm you know i'm once they find out who i am then it's like a different story but she's like i've literally heard people discussing your juliet at your juliet show and i'm sitting there with your father just not saying a word because they don't know who we are <laughs> oh i'm sure that would kill your mother too to have to sit there when they're talking about you yeah. she'd be like because i know she wants because your parents are so proud and you're your mother and my mother are very similar. And so I just like can picture her like this, like. Uh-huh. <laughs> Sean has his has his lips closed and is rocking oh, back. And- <laughs> I always forget. <laughs> this is a podcast. Yeah, no. Yeah. That's that's though similar to what happened. So my first year when I got thrown into Prince here last minute, my mom and my sister came to my very first show, which was opening weekend because I hold it out in four days to still keep that opening weekend um, mm-hmm. performance. My sister texted me either after the show or intermission. I can't remember. Or maybe she told me, they didn't tell me to my face. I don't believe. I think my, I remember reading a text from my sister about it. And it was some woman by my mom, I guess had her phone out the whole time and was taking photos and videos of everything. Like party scene through everything. <laughs> Oh, dear. <laughs> and my mother went up to them, I guess, after the show and was like, um, excuse me, like, I noticed that you were recording um, the show and the snow potted up. That's my son. Can I can I have that, please? <laughs> and then the woman replied back like, oh, I have the whole show. Do you want it all? <laughs> yes. My mom only noticed like one little thing. Um, and she was like, yeah, I would love to. And then my sister is one that then we were talking about. It, my sister's like, and of course it's one old woman to like another middle-aged boomer. Like they don't know how to airdrop or anything. So my <laughs> sister then has to uncomfortably deal with the contraband of the illegal footage, which I'm all about a bootleg. I don't care. Um, so she's like, so I'm sitting there as mom's talking about you with the woman and like saying, yes, I would like this. And then clicking everything and the photos terrible they were like party scene stuff i'm not even in party scene as prince <laughs> the photos during snowpot the worst moments it's like oh, the man. start of a lift or the put down or something so i wasn't even with tori this that year because it was the year before i was with ray so it was like in like mid stuff and then there's like some random video clips here and there but we have it of my first show and it, it's mainly just the fact that my mom actually was very respectful and and because i'm always like oh, i get very embarrassed when she talks about me or whatever yeah and she and she waited and then excuse me can i have that <laughs> and then oh because oh, lady said why oh that's what my, nicole said the lady said why do you know someone in the show and then that's my mom goes uh yeah my son was the prince 
Oh. So I got like, yes. We should commend our mothers because every show you and I have done together, one of them has been in the audience. Yeah. Pretty sure. Yeah. Kennedy Center. Um, mm-hmm. Giselle, your parents were there. Nutcracker, yep. your parents were there. Um, this yep. recent gala, my parents were there. So it's just kind of mm-hmm. cool that our moms are like, they've just never been in the same show. <laughs> Other than the Kennedy Center. That's the only one. Oh, that's right. That's actually the only time our parents have met. Is that yes. it? Is that the Kennedy yes. Center? But, I still yeah. say we need to have our mothers on this podcast. Oh my god! I stand we by would that. have to. I would. I'm okay. Okay, I'll get on board with this idea. But there's going to be so much off pod cut. <laughs> oh boy. Maybe we have them one at a time. No, if we're gonna do it, just do it together and bite the bullet and get it done with. <laughs> I, we, it could be a mom episode and that and move on. Just do it together, get it over with, call it good. You can split up in two parts, but like, oh my God. But like my mom, when we were were at the last gala where we messed up the finale, she's like, yep, sell it, baby. I knew you messed up. (laughs) 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 Just my mom, she's like, yep, I knew it. She's like, I know you like the back of my hand. I knew that was wrong. And I watched you sell that. I knew that was trash. What a great used car salesman you guys were on stage. Uh, but yeah, our I mean, parents that, that was bad. And then we should tell people too that like with your parents, we went to like IHOP or the diner. We're yeah. always at some diner with your parents. It's really cute. I need food. Everyone needs food. My family is very like, we all get hunger anger real bad. Like you gotta, meals are important. And yes. we're, we're all trash and we're so cheap. So it's like Olive Garden, IHOP, Red Robin, sign us up. The whole family. Yeah. We're ready to go. Yeah. Anytime. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Like one of them will have to come for the fall. I don't think my parents Oh, will well, it's it. in California. It'd be so easy for my parents to hop right down. Mm-hmm. It's a two hour flight. Yeah. It'd be super easy. They'll be there. Perfect. I'm sure of it. I'm sure they'll be there. I can't get rid of them. I try and I can't get rid of them. They're still there. <laughs> question for you are you available in march it depends what day i don't know the exact dates and i don't know if it's march or may at this point because we're doing giselle we just haven't figured out which one we're doing it's the oh if if it's may i'm completely open because we're done in april May, you're fine yeah so i'll figure out if it's march or may did you already do giselle there uh yes but we're doing the whole thing oh my god that's so much i didn't do act only did act two you don't have to you can say no Wait, have I ever said no to you? Like, let's be no. real. No. Am I, am I ever going to say no to you? No. Let's be real. I, I'll yeah. do it. It's fine. Am I going to do it and curse myself out the whole time? Probably. For sure. <laughs> I'm going to say, what the f*** am I doing? <laughs> yes, I am. Just well, like I did I... at the Kennedy Center when I somehow stupidly agreed <laughs> to have my retired ass do all of Don Q third act and Romeo and Juliet balcony paw whatever at the Kennedy Center uh, while I was retired. Yeah, you said yes. And you didn't even know me. <laughs> I know. So like we set the base there and we can't really go. go below that. Well, I have some Nutcracker gigs already for this year too. So if you're available, we should chat. Yeah. 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 Let me know. Um, Especially yeah, if they're like in um, November and early December. Those are the easier ones. I'll have to look at dates, but um, 
Yeah, I mean it's it's public. It's already public that we're doing Giselle here, so I can ask you on the pod. I need an Ulbricht, so. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Sign me up. Why not? It's not that bad. We did, we did second act, and it wasn't that. Bad. We did second act with no Hilarion. There yeah, will be and... Hilarion. It's like life changing with the Hilarion. Well, yeah, and I won't have walking pneumonia. Oh, that's right. <laughs> you know. We did Giselle Act Two a few years ago, and Sean and Romeo in the same show. Yeah, balcony, which I want to do again with you at some point. But anyway, um, Sean was like deathly ill. Yeah, so like you legit this... didn't kiss me, nope. which is fine, <laughs> until on stage in the show for RNJ because I was hacking up along. Yep, I was like, nope, not doing it. Sorry. And then I don't. And I use the 32 ceases as a rest step. That's what I love about you. You use 32 ceases as a rest step. Well, that's that's the easy part. That's just keep bouncing. That's no problem. Yeah. But anyway, um, so Sean was deathly ill when we did that. So maybe we could revisit it and have you not be deathly ill. Right? And then you almost got your head bashed in by the back um, scenery <laughs> right. coming down on right. us that didn't while we were like trying to walk on stage for R and J and then all of a sudden a back scrim that cut out the back three panels almost hit down on your head. (laughs) That's right. I forgot about that. And it threw me off for like the first two minutes. I was just like, okay, so I have to do a menage now and I don't know how to fit this in this little oval shape. Mm -hmm. We should revisit that. What else do you want to do? I want to do carousel with you at some point. Right? Yeah. And we have approval. Like we can do that. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. And we have approval for After the Rain, so we can do After the Rain now. Um, mm-hmm. No, Chris has been really nice to us and very sweet. He's always he's sweet been to amazing. us. He's always so yeah. sweet to us. Yeah. But he's, so, and then... And those are two great gala pieces. Like, they're just great. Right? And I stuck an ending, a musical ending on Carousel when I did it for YGP, and it makes so much sense now. Oh, really? So much. Yeah, I stuck an ending on it because I stole it off of the YouTube video of the Macmillan version. Just the just the music. There's literally like an ending phrase because Wildens goes right into the carousel waltz. There's no like ending. Yeah, the like, cartwheels or something. Yeah, I took the eight bars off of the other version and stuck it on. And it oh, Zach and I were like, oh my god, this works so well. So there's wow. like an actual ending now. Mm-hmm. Okay, did you see Zach retired? I did. He might be. He could be a good go-to guest. I uh, yeah, I just I thought he was retired. That. Um. Yeah. And uh, I guess he's going to go hang out with Jock because Jock was like, when are you going to come um, bring the boys down to Arizona and come hang out and visit me? Because um, I haven't seen Jock in years. And he was like, Zach's coming down. Like, because I think it looks like I I keep lightly in, in contact with him, like through social media and stuff, because we went to SAP together. Um, he's like driving across the country with his like dirt bikes, being like a big bro. And he's piloting now. He's right? piloting. Yeah. His brother just got promoted at Miami to soloist. Yeah. I saw that. Not surprised. Yeah, no. Um, I would love Jock to come coach us in something like you mentioned. Oh, pro- it, that would actually get almost, I think, anything approved if we involved him. Or Nilas, because Nilas, I took Nilas's class and he was like, so when are you getting back in a company? Because you like look, I mean, you're like ready. I was yeah. like, are you going to do that? And I was like, I, I don't think so. I don't know. And he was like, well, you should because you look great. And I was like, oh. Thank you. <laughs> Nilas could stage diamonds on us. He mm-hmm. he stages jewels. So. Yeah, he'd do it. Yeah, and as I wonder if you just text him for approval. Yeah. And he would just ask the trust. Yeah. Let's just do that. Let's just use Nilas. Okay. 
I mean, his wife's coming to teach for me for my pre my pre pro. Really, Monique? Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've never. And met she's her. already been here and done a master class. She's lovely. Really? Yes. Was she at City Ballet as well? And ABT. She's one of the, like the t- three people who've ever been at both. Her, Ethan, Barishnikov. Four, five. <laughs> Charles Askegard and Joaquin. Joaquin was at both. Oh yeah, Joaquin was a soloist at ABT. For a long time. Oh. He was in the Le Corsair filming. You ever see the Le Corsair DVD with Julie Kent and Paloma? Do you think I would have watched that in my life? No, probably not. <laughs> we went over this last time. I'm ballet trailer trash. Joaquin was the pirate, the bad pirate in that one. So. I've actually never seen Corsair. It, it's a ballet that I think needs to go because it's very... Like, let's sell women as slaves kind of deal. I mean, if you yeah. redid it, it'd be fine. But it's very, people complain about Bayadere, but I think Corsair is far worse. I mean, I only watched the first act of Corsair when I was at SAB at ABT. And oh my God, it's been how many years? What, how old am I now? 30, about to be 34. This is when I was 17. I can't get in trouble now. It's fine. So my first year at SAB summer course, I was with all the fun guys from San Francisco and the fun girls like the San Francisco dancers were my the only five people I talked to all summer we were very um exclusive we can say and clicky with no shame um so it was like me oh well Zach was in my, my suite too it was me Zach and then like the three San Francisco bros and then we were friends with the five girls up above us that were the San Francisco girls and the one P&B girl who was a PD with me was up there Bree. So we were at, um, by, no, Corsair, Corsair. I, I, this is, a, and I don't like watching full length ballets half the time. And mm-hmm. I did not like watching that. And neither did the other bros that I was with. And we were hungry. And so intermission came around and we were like, well, why don't we just walk up the street and go to snack instead? And we'll come meet them out front because we had like, um, two cool, cool RAs or whatever. Mm-hmm. But they weren't really that cool, but we thought they were cool. We found out they weren't that cool. Um, so all of a sudden, a whole line of five, six seats disappears. <laughs> and we are walking up the street to go get some dollar pizza or something, some sandwiches or a bagel. And then we get texts from the San Fran girls. They are looking for you guys. You guys are missing where are you? And we're like, well, we're just like up the street. They're like, get here now. So we were like running, running (laughs) down from like two blocks up from Lincoln center. And we're, we're running back down sprinting. So I'm like sweaty white. Oh my gosh. We run to the bathroom and I lock myself in a stall and I start pretending to throw up. You did not. And we had everyone (laughs) sit outside the bathroom on like the couches down in like the very bottom bottom lobby and they and so they came down storming down and found us and i heard someone yelling outside get out here now and i said okay i'm not i will i'm throwing i'll be out in a second i'm throwing up um and we figured this whole plan out as we ran down the street and i said i'll be sick it's fine i can make i can i can i've played sick before for school it's no problem like i can pretend to throw up and i whatever the RAs were not having it. And so um, I walk out. Luckily, I was sweaty from running. So I looked ill. And 
they said, why are you all here? I was like, well, I didn't feel good. So I was down here with one of the guys and then the bells rang and the other, our other buddies, because we're close, was like, where'd they go? And so they came to find us because I came down here to the very bottom corner bathroom to throw up so no one knew. And then they said, and then the bells rang and we were late. So we just said, we all just wait down here till you guys got out of the next sack. It's no big deal. And she's like, why didn't you tell us? I'm like, well, because we didn't leave the building. Said. So no. we, we, were, we, I didn't break any, we said we didn't break any rules. And she's like, you guys broke all these rules. And I was like, there is no rule that says we can't be in the lobby on our field trip. Like we we're fine. We're fine. We're fine. You know how I am. I can find a loophole and a legal inc- incident out of anything. <laughs> I was, I, I learned well. All the other boys just f- shut up as they should have and let me take the lead as I'm like <laughs> pretending to be ill. So they walk us back to the dorms during the ballet. And I was like, not one rule was broken. I'm not, a, we, we've been here. You have no proof we have left. We have been in this building. I'm ill. I don't feel good. My friends want to know what was happening. You have nothing, nothing. I made myself throw up three times walking from the theater to the Rose Building front door. And guess what? The third time was right in front of the Rose Building door so everyone had to walk over it to make a point. I made a point to aim and make sure- You made yourself sick? Yes, because I commit. I threw up three times and I made sure it was in a (gasps) bush and then like in a trash can of the corner and then in front of the Rose building doors on purpose. And then they like, that is, they, they told us they were going to ground us for the whole summer. And I was like, I didn't break a rule. I never, where's the rule in writing that says I can't, I can't be in the lobby during the show. Like nothing, nothing. My I told my mom the situation she called and she threw down i mean everyone i mean i i think a faculty member pulled weight and said you because i think they were trying to kick us out or something um i think a faculty member pulled weight and said you can't kick out these boys because we we were all the favorites and and i got them there was no rule said we had, we had to be in our seat not one rule so they grounded us for like the whole summer i said that's bullshit. so they grounded us then just for the weekend or for like a few days my mother Cause she is just like me. Oh my gosh. She, uh, she sent us orange jumpsuits to wear in the dorms Gosh, while we were grounded. So we had orange jumpsuits that she got from like uh Jiffy Lube. Like they were like, so yes, I wore an orange jumpsuit jumpsuit and the, my other buddy wore an orange jumpsuit for the, when we were grounded for the, the weekend, they hated it. And I was like, Point to the rule I broke. Because I didn't know. I lied. Yeah, so we had orange jump. My mom said it like overnighted them to us. And then the best part was when some of the SF, when the girls got in trouble and they got grounded for something stupid, uh, they had the orange. We passed them around. And because we passed around, I I didn't, I lost one. So I only brought one back with me. But, but yeah, there was orange jumpsuits going around that summer. Oh my goodness. That is, that is commitment. Right. And only because I'm now 34, I did this when I was 16, 17. Will I admit that that was the situation? (laughs) Well, I'm like, weirdly, I'm impressed. Like, I shouldn't be impressed, but I'm a weird, like, I, yeah. I was impressed with myself. The fact I got three decent, I was like, what? Decent. Enough to show I was not feeling good. Pukes in. I'm proud. 
and that I won. I'm more proud that I won. That woman that worked there, I was like, you should not work with children because you hate everyone here and you openly tell us you don't like it. So why are you still here? And I found out then the next year I got into SAB, she tried to make it so I wouldn't get accepted. I only got accepted my second year again because staff said, no, we want Sean to stay for the year. She said I was a troublemaker and I was, and I was like, I'm not, you are, you're the troublemaker. I was peaceful. I broke no rules, allegedly. I always signed in for curfew on time. I made sure I ran from my musical that ended exactly at 1020. I made sure I was by 1030 signed in. Like, I was like, fine, you want to play this game? You picked the wrong person because I can play by the rules and win. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's, that's quite the story, Sean. That's a good story. I don't know if I should if, if I'm proud I shared that publicly now or not. <laughs> I wasn't like you, Katie. I wasn't a goody. I wasn't a good uh, person. That I was such a goody two shoes. I still am. I know. I am too. But I always think that rules are a guideline, and when they're legit, then you then it is black and white. But if it is a guideline, you're like, okay, I understand where that's coming from, but here's how that doesn't really benefit what you're trying to do. So let's apply a rule or use it as a guideline so it can still accomplish a better outcome Mm -hmm. and still allow me to do what I need to do and what I want to do. I I see that. I'm I'm such a goody two-shoes though. I was literally the kid when I was four years old standing on the playground with two kids with hula hoops over me, pulling in opposite directions. And I was just standing there. And my mother was like, Katie, fight back. (laughs) I'm like, no, it's okay. (laughs) That that is still me. This is the thing you see. Like I, if you, if, if someone is standing on the side of me with two hula hoops and squeezing my organs, I'll be like, it's fine. (laughs) No, stand up, fight back. Chris has told me this. Maria has told me this. My whole team has told me this. They're like, you need to like tell us what you're thinking and like tell us like stand up for yourself because <laughs> I would be the kid on the playground with the hula hoops on my on my waist like pink. Ugh. So, and I used to be a little. No, I would. My grandpa said I would talk back to God if I could, and he was right. I would. I would. <laughs> <laughs> but I always make sure like if I I stay I'm I'm very stubborn like the rest of my family, but I'm I, I make sure that I'm at least right or correct yeah. or like I have standing. I just need to have standing and I will accept information to be educated and correct my standing to make my standing even stronger mm-hmm. and change course. Yeah, rules are guidelines. Definitely. Rules or guidelines. Maybe I'd make that the title of this episode. <laughs> but then, I mean, I, and, and technically I didn't break a rule because I did not know I could not leave the theater until they told me verbally. Right. That's when I right. said, that's when I lied. I'll admit it. I lied. But then I was so stressed out. I didn't feel good anyway. So it was kind of okay. But like, they didn't tell us before the field trip, you can't leave the theater. I was like, okay. It's right across the street. I was going to like be at the theater when the show ended. Like I would walk back with them. Well, you know, no one, no one should do that. No, don't do that. I don't. If you're at a summer intensive, don't do that. (laughs) 
don't do that don't don't do push that. it there's other ones i i mean you can push it but just don't break a rule officially yeah. just make sure you're still protected technically well i have to teach in 10 minutes but okay. this was another lovely episode it was i wonder how far in the book we're gonna get by next I don't know. week Probably like what another? So we read it for a week, so we're already like one section in. So maybe like another maybe get through Gilligan. Okay. Although that's long, that's a I long that. section though. It looks like it's. We don't have to put time limits. I'm just intrigued to know where where I'm. I'm intrigued to know where we're going to check in next at the story. If we'll get to the Wizard and I moment mm-hmm. yet, or if we're still going to be before Wizard and I. Cool. For some reason, in my mind when I read the book last time, the only scene I actually remember is after defying gravity point when she's like a rebel and she's like in her little hideout and she meets uh she sees fiero as a rebel um and he's that's it's like they have like a secret little rendezvous like in a little in her little rebel hut that's the only the only scene from that where i read last time that is still in my head out of the whole entire book well i didn't finish the book but like from that so i don't even know where that is in the book love it well, thanks for listening, y'all. Thanks for your patience once again when we took our long hiatus. But we're happy to be back, so. We're back in training. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week. Later.